0: i could hold my head up high and it's been a
1: while since I first saw hello and thanks for your uh, <laughs> that swallow like took a while to process and then it hit me hello and thanks for listening to jojo's
0: bizarre podcast i'm your host mark and i'm miles
2: and i'm jackie
0: the mail it
1: begins now yeah go ahead open up the mail
2: and any new listeners are like turning this podcast off like what is this shit
1: yep <laughs> it's the mail i think we should do a new intro if you like shit why do you think we should do a new intro you love this that was pod. bad you do the intro
2: hi and thanks for listening to jojo's bizarre podcast you're welcome my name is mark and i'm joined by jackie and miles great uh, and we talk about Jojo's bizarre adventure, the anime, not so much the manga, though a little bit. Um and uh, we have lots of fun along the are way. Are
1: you making fun of me?
2: No, I'm not. I'm I'm just getting to the point of the fucking I what don't, we you are. Stop and you
1: stopped me, you did you did a side, you went, well, a little bit the manga. Well not really. Anyway. Go ahead. <laughs>
2: Uh, anyway, we got, uh, some, uh, letters from people from last week and we will respond to them. Uh huh. So let's do that.
1: Now. That was flawless. You know,
2: if, you know, if I was, if I knew that I I was going to be put on the spot, I would have prepared an introduction. Uh I would have had, um, witty intros for each of you.
1: Would you do that anyway? If I said, Hey, next week, write an intro. Uh,
2: that's a lot of work. Yep. That's why I don't do this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks uh, everyone for writing and appreciate your patience because we recorded early last week so we had to skip some of your letters because we didn't hear them yet. So some of these are a little bit older, but we're going to get through everything and get caught up. Uh, so this is titled Professional Email and it's from Joiner. Hello crew. I was just informed that my, per- my previous email address was not professional so I thought I would Aww. break in this new one by sending my favorite podcast an email
2: is it professional
1: well the rest of the email isn't because it goes like this yeah,
2: but is the email address professional is it um,
1: pro at fessional.com is
2: it his i mean i'm not name? gonna
1: i'm not gonna read it on air but um <laughs> i can't wait do i hit the icon i hate gmail what's happening oh yeah it is it's first dot last pretty oh, good
2: now we can dox you
1: Uh, Or it it might be. I'm not actually sure. Anyway, here we go. Real professional. My personal and professional opinion about America is that Florida is the dick.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. We were talking about that. That being
1: said, I still think that Maine is the head. How is this possible? America is obviously doing the Polnareff stance. That Uh. would make Texas a foot and California a whole leg. I think the gonads would be Georgia and Alabama. I live in the bladder slash prostate of South Carolina. <laughs> Thanks for making my commute bearable and almost enjoyable. Only bad part is paying for it and pumping my own gas. Aww. Thanks again, joiner. Come to Jersey. <laughs> Come to Jersey where the houses are expensive. Yeah, but you don't have to pump your own gas, do you? It's true. But I, I, I kind of decided that I like pumping my own gas. I finally have decided that. Get out. Yeah. Go back to your country. What?
2: go back to new jersey
1: i'm no that doesn't all right um i like the idea of new york doing a stupid standing spread eagle tilted stance um also sorry you live in south carolina because nothing's there right uh what south about
2: carolina?
1: um yeah it's north carolina has some cool shit is there uh sumter uh-huh fort sumter uh-huh is that there I don't know. There's really nothing. You don't even know. So, Miles, Miles probably, would know this shit and he doesn't.
2: There's so. probably a beach.
1: There's like University North Carolina, you know, Chapel Hill, good school, good uh, sports teams down there too, right? Is that Tar Heels? North Carolina is the Tar Heels. Yeah. What does South Carolina have? I feel bad.
2: I don't know anything about South Carolina. Is it, yeah.
1: is it the Cox? I, I almost believe you. <laughs> All right. This is a, another email. Thanks for that, Joiner. Sorry, we shit Thanks, on your. Thanks, Joiner. Sorry, we shit on your home. Uh,
2: <laughs> He's now going to write in and tell us all about the joys of. South please Carolina. do.
1: I would love to know. This is from Casey. Uh, it's titled Casey. "Long Time No Email." Hey guys, sorry I haven't emailed in a super long time. It's probably because I haven't had anything to email in about because my questions suck and Twitter is the best platform for me to flame each and every one of you. Aww. There wasn't really a purpose for this very, very short email other than Jackie last week telling listeners to stop saying sorry for not emailing and I'm one sassy bitch.
2: Yes. I was wondering. I was like, did he listen to the time that I was like, you don't need to answer to us, but guess he did and it's said bitch yours yours I truly I don't, the, I don't know the gender by the way they
1: spelled your name really fucked up on purpose oh yeah <laughs> yours truly casey king of the midwest part-time okay. twitter shitlord. lord p.s i'm horny pps please go ahead and use these playlists i made they got my name in them but nobody's going to see that there is playlists. a there is a repost feature on soundcloud i believe you can use bah, 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 bah. Oh. i was just in the midwest uh, for a brief time i was the king of the midwest Oh, PPPS, my paycheck allows me to waste money on video and photo software, so expect many shitty memes in reference to this podcast soon enough. Oh my God. I'll take it.
2: I I love this. I love everything about this email. Almost. Uh,
1: This is an interesting one. It's called Real World Things in the JoJo World from Jim. Remember Jim? No. Our old friend. He was on the podcast.
2: What? Our friend Jim wrote to us? Jimothy. That's funny. All the people that I know in real life that listen to the podcast, which is one person well i maybe marry to uh two people they just tell us in person what they think
1: yeah they no, no but this is good this is think. fodder for for the podcast so that yeah. i don't know if mary listens thing. anymore mary I don't, I don't if you're listening to this right now blink twice yeah uh, hi, gang. Just catching up on some episodes from this past month. In episode seventy-two, you talk about real-life bands and musicians that exist in the JoJo world. I thought about other things or people that might exist in both worlds, and I remember that in part six, Donatello versus gets hit in the head with former Seattle Mariners outfielder Ichiro Suzuki's cleats wow. when they when they fall from the sky, similar wow. to the plotline in the book Holes by Louis Sachar. Uh, so musicians aren't the only thing from our world that exists in the JoJo's universe uh and then there's something i'm not going to read because it's a spoiler to the two of you keep on making good content and thanks for having me on the show jim jim thanks thank jim you, thank you for writing in uh jim also has a podcast called tourist house and it is about him and felix who will be a guest at some point um they oh do- i remember jim yeah <laughs> he was on the podcast. <laughs> did it really take you that long yeah we oh, sang ludicrous God. together mm-hmm.
2: that's who jim is very
1: tall gentleman with a deep voice like that guy Okay, good. Uh, well, he and Felix have a podcast called Tourist House, and they talk about the uh, Japanese reality show Terrace House, which is on Netflix. I've been meaning to watch that. I hear it's really good, because it's, like, it's it like real world, real world, but Japanese and not as drama-bent, I think, but mm. still very interesting. So, yeah, there's a podcast they do called Tourist House, I believe.
0: Uh, Ichiro Suzuki is in probably the last year of his
1: career. What a career it's wow. been. Yeah, I mean, he was, he was all the way in JoJo, And then he was throwing baseballs. Mm -hmm. Now he's going to die.
2: Do you think he likes JoJo's?
0: He's
1: not dying. He's just retiring. Wait, you don't die to leave baseball? Well. Some do. Yeah. Um, And then, embarrassing for Joyner, um, they wrote in again because they wrote in for the other episode. Oh. So you you seem like a real weirdo, Joyner. (laughs) Yeah, what a loser. No.
2: Don't be mean. (laughs) join
1: her. No, no, no. I like, I like getting emails no matter how, how they arrive. Uh, <laughs> a story and a theory. Oh. Uh, hello all. First thing that I would like to share is a Bloody Mary story. Oh. In addition to turning the lights off and saying the name three times, my older cousin said we had to turn on the faucet. Oh. I was a few years younger, That's so scary. I so I did as they said. One hid in the shower when I did this, oh wet her hand in the faucet and punched me in the face. Oh
2: my God. And
1: then in caps, says that totally didn't scar me for life.
2: Oh my God. I
1: don't know the... <laughs> They shouldn't have punched you. Bloody Mary should have just like dragged their wet fingers.
2: Across. No, dude. <laughs> Bloody like, Mary you're, does not throw a left hook. You're sitting there like, like scared, thinking that something's going to come at you. <laughs> just looking in the mirror in the and slay, saying like, Bloody Mary. And like it's dark and the fucking faucet is running. And then you feel a fucking punch. Of the. F- you're jumping. You're screaming. You're like.
1: Uh, it should just drag across you and then hide. That's what I would do. Just drag the wet hand across your shoulder and then back in, behind the shower curtain. My God, Mm. be good. Uh, Mm. And for the second half of this email, I would like to confirm the validity of Miles's point that Smokey is Abdul. Yes.
2: Oh, okay.
1: This can be possible for 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 a few reasons, and then there is they they just list a lot of their personal reasons as to why they think that uh, Abdul is Smokey. Things like uh, they both uh, being just a fanatic about other cultures, like Smokey might do that, and that's why he ends up being so Middle Eastern or Indian. Is,
2: is Smokey a fan of other cultures? Do we get any evidence of that ever?
1: Uh, let me see here. I don't
2: think we do. He, he, I mean, he could be. It could be that. He could be like super into Egyptian culture and he's like, I'm going to change my name to well, Abdul. Well, he's just saying
1: that Joseph and Kakuan are big into other cultures. So it's possible that Abdul is as well. Um, when he became a fortune teller, he may have changed his name mm. just like Muhammad Ali. Um, but
2: you can't explain to me how we show him in the future as a mayor and he's like fat.
1: They wrote, Smokey may have retired from being a mayor, used the Speedwagon Foundation to travel the world and become more cultured. Do you see him as a fat mayor? I don't remember.
2: I think you do. You do briefly. At least in the anime, mayor. you do. I don't know if that happens in the, in the manga.
1: Mm. It might. Mayor's
0: um, not a lifetime job unless you're in New Jersey. Well,
2: yeah, the the mayor (laughs) of my hometown that I'm not going to say the name of is basically a dictator. Like (laughs) it's I mean, probably at least like 30 years, if not more, because my entire life, my entire is that a New Jersey thing? My entire lifetime. He's been the mayor. Uh, It makes sense. I guess
0: it's not. Well, it's not specifically a New Jersey thing, but New Jersey has so many small towns that they can become fiefdoms.
1: (laughs) That's a word I didn't think I'd hear again since the first time I looked it up. <laughs> uh, thank you for that uh, email, Joiner. And you wrote, thanks for being the best thing to get me through the weeks what? of no JoJo and Chapters or Vento, Areo, PSM Horny. Thank you for that.
2: <laughs> I like how horny all our fans are.
1: Yeah, they're so horny. They're, I think everyone's just finally being honest. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. sometimes you're horny. Like if you... Like in, in the I
2: think horny is just like a default.
1: Well, if you asked me like the last like hour and a half or so or right now, I'd be like, no, I'm not horny. But like on a general scale, where you like, how was your week? Were you horny? I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I love how it's an aside too. Like, oh, yes. it's not a big deal, but.
2: <laughs> just in case. I just wanted
1: to tell you. Like, yeah, so like you know, if, so anyone, you know. if anyone, never mind. But just <laughs> if it was any other place in the message, I'd be like, block this fucking person. What a weirdo. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it has to be in the PS. And that is the most, uh, we are up to date now, other than uh, here's my purchase receipt for buying a monthly planned SoundCloud Pro. And someone liked a track on SoundCloud. Uh, so yeah, this week we are talking about episode 38, Empress, um, and yeah, it's a good one. I like this episode. Weird app. I like I, it. I like it too. It's a total, like, a, it's a complete side story. It has nothing, it really does not advance the plot at all like maybe you wonder what ha- what was the deal with nina the girl but it maybe almost not.
2: feels like it holds the plot back like it feels like other stuff should have been addressed here it, it almost like this this episode feels like it could have happened at any point like it, it didn't have to happen here it could have happened like before like in an earlier like between earlier mm. episodes or like later it didn't really need to take place here mm. you know
1: it's, so, it's sort it's of sorta nice though that it, it colors in a character that you're like, What are they doing here? That kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think this uh this episode is very much a showcase of Joseph. Like, look at what he can do. You thought yeah. his power was useless. Let's show you all the things like all the tools that Joseph has.
1: Yeah. And that he's still really sharp and resourceful mm-hmm. and has the same habits.
2: Spoilers,
0: Joseph wins.
1: Joseph wins. Um so it starts out with the gang on a bus, and it's the Stardust Crusaders.
0: No, it starts out does with it? a no. that old with lady. Enya.
1: Right. With Enya. Describe what happened. Enya. Well,
2: she's crying. She
0: learns s- somehow that J. Guile has died because of their connection as relatives, and then she, it's like a form of stigmata where she experiences the same wounds as he does, except like like blood shoots out of her, but she's alive.
1: It was she, gross.
2: She's yeah. very sad. She's like yelling and screaming and well, crying. Well, stigmata
1: is symbolic, right? Like when you experience stigmata, the wounds of Christ, mm-hmm. you don't also suffocate the way you do when you're crucified. That's true. But you you just bleed. Yeah. Your ankles don't. Do ankles break in stigmata or it's just the holes? I think it's just the holes. Because when you're crucified, they have to break your ankles. That Shia LaBeouf movie. <laughs> With David Duchovny. That Jim mentioned in his email. Holes? Yeah. I thought that was a
0: book you mentioned. I think it's the movie is
1: based on the book. Is that true?
2: There is a book. I
0: don't know.
1: <laughs> All right. But Shia LaBeouf wrote the book. Oh, interesting. Um, but it was ripped off from somebody else. Yeah. It was Daniel Close who wrote the book originally. Um, so, yeah, Enya is really funny in this intro. She's kind of just like running around and jumping a lot. She beats a cat over the head.
2: I like... Wow, really? I Which didn't...
1: is added for the anime, by the way. It's not in the manga. I mean, they just the anime was like, we should fill some time. Uh, Jojo hates animals, right? Does the, the series just beats up cats and dogs all the time? The cat sounded weird. It was like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what you wanted them to like microphone a real cat? Mm-hmm. You didn't want a human being to do it like they do. Yeah. Do you think there's like an anime voice actor that just does animal sounds, mm-hmm. like everyone else is doing voices of humans, and they're just like. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he just waits by the phone. <laughs> he does all his tracks over the phone, too. He doesn't leave. And they're just like, what does his house look like? Um, so yeah, re- I, I re- like
2: how at one point she says, I'm so sad. <laughs> She's in the middle of crying and saying, I'm going to get my revenge. And like, they will pay. And like, fuck these guys. They must have done something tricky because my boy is the shit. My boy. And then she just starts scream. She just screams, "I'm so sad."
1: Yeah, which is funny because the literal translation of that is she just goes sad, sad. Really? like yeah. Donald Trump. She just says kanashi. Kana That's how I'm gonna hear it every time he tweets that now.
0: Sad, <laughs> sad. <laughs> I uh-huh. like the way she moves too. She's like hunched over, and then suddenly she shoots up. Yeah. and like starts running around. She's like a little Yoda. The
1: way she's very she's very agile, she and yet like a little Yoda, old and hunched over, and old looking um so then when we go back to the stardust crusaders we wipe over to them um did she say like i'm gonna oh she says it's time to kill with the slow the slow killing stand something like that yeah empress Empress. and i thought that was interesting because for a moment i was like wait we don't do her stand yet is that a reference to godspeed you black empress no that would have been godspeed you black emperor oh i'm seeing them again uh, i'm gonna see them in august they're going down to uh, asbury park the gay capital of new jersey is that a thing i think so oh
0: if you had to pick one
1: i don't really i don't know the other ones i don't really i don't know that i can pick one i guess now i have to i would pick that one because Mm. someone once said that it's the gay capital of new jersey (laughs) it's the concert capital of new jersey right is that true i mean if you ignore shit like nj pack or whatever like it's hard to ignore that i guess come at me do
2: you hear the sad baby
1: the baby
0: What's with this baby? I don't
1: know, dude. The family over there, I think they just have like a dozen kids.
0: I don't want to like shame them because parenting's hard, but...
1: We all know that parenting is hard, but some people are better at it than <laughs> others. I don't know. It's not that big a deal. It's just annoying to hear the kids sometimes, but it's not... It's usually only annoying now when we're trying to podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why we're buying a house it's to get... A- 11 o'clock. Put that kid to bed. To get away from babies. Um anyway uh so yeah i don't know asbury park's probably i don't know i just like asbury park it's got a bunch of concert venues but it's fucking far it's not that far it's far dude it's It's closer than other places it's closer (laughs) than atlantic city yeah thank god we don't have to go to that shithole by the way how was uh how was anime next (laughs) everyone we didn't go that's too fucking far and we were we had shit to do it's not that far Atlantic City's far. This is a big state. It's like a two-hour drive. It's actually
0: a small state, but... I've given you enough information. It's over two hours. Aim the missile at Mark (laughs) and Jackie's
1: (laughs) house.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, oh, by the way, the sound we heard, we were like, those planes are really close. They were two Harrier jets that were flying to an airport because there was some kind of naval show. Oh. Yeah. Yeah so that's why we heard one after the other and they were loud and close because they were jets where'd you read this your local news i asked uh i was talking about something with a customer and they knew about it
0: where do you think they read it the local news
1: i think they flew the plane close to us Oh, nice they buzzed the tower um
2: they were like that was your house
1: and then we were like you're dangerous what is that it's top gun oh i haven't seen top gun um Anyway, no, this is not a reference to Godspeedy Black Emperors because the band is Godspeedy Black Emperor. Oh, my bad. Which, if you want to see them, I'm going to see them in August, just saying.
0: In Asbury Park? Yeah. At the Stone Pony?
1: No, no, no. They're they're going to play at... Uh, Jackie, what was the name of the venue we were at?
2: Um,
1: Remember it? Oh, it's the, the Independents. Hmm. Like the demonym for people, like Independents. You know, the people who are independent. Yeah, I got it. Do you want me to pull out the PowerPoint I made? <laughs> To explain it? okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she mentions Empress, which I at first was kind of like, wait, that's not her stand. And then I realized she's just sort of being like this on with the show kind of intro where <laughs> yeah. she's like, and take a look at this. That like, confused me. Yeah, it's weird, right? Um, so they're on a bus um, and they're they're hopping along on so this bus. So they've taken a bus. They've taken a train. Mm-hmm.
0: They've taken a boat mm-hmm they've taken a cable a f- car a
1: few boats yeah a cable they've car taken a plane yep yeah is that it um were they on uh we know well we know that some have taken cars already hmm. kakyo and polnarov were in a truck which they wrecked by the way <laughs> another thing they fucking wrecked um yeah They've been on foot, if you want to count that. They've walked a bunch. Um, they're on a bus towards Varanasi, which is on the Ganges River. We'll talk about that in a minute. Is it pronounced Varanasi? No, it's not. Oh. Um And they're on the boat with uh, Whole Horse's Girl, which was the name of the first chapter of the saga originally. Whole Nina. Horse's Girl. Nena. And she introduces herself as Nena. And she is just dead inside. She does not care about anything. She's just sort of staring into space.
2: Well, yeah. I mean... It's mostly Polnareff is just talking and he won't stop talking to her, and she does not care. Uh, She's just
1: staring like fuck.
2: But I like what Polnareff says at first because I I I I like the way he put it. The first thing that like he starts off saying is, "Stupid people are stupid because they don't understand no matter how many times you explain it to them." And I'm like, "Yeah, that is what stupid is. Like, mm. you're not stupid." if you don't know something you're stupid if you really can't fucking understand now, no matter how people explain it no matter how many times you fucking try there's a huge bias there because because you
1: might think it's been explained every single way but it might just not have been explained to the person in a manner that they'll understand
2: okay then nobody's stupid and there's no such thing
1: i don't really think too many people are stupid actually You're stupid.
2: That's Um, probably, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. There there are
1: occasional circumstances where, and again, it's probably just my bias of people not being able to understand things because we don't explain it to to a way they need it or they have a learning disability. No one's figured out.
2: Or or sometimes people don't want to learn the thing.
1: Yeah, (laughs) they don't, they don't want Mm to. But a lot of the time when I think people are dumb, you like dig a little deeper and you're like, oh no, you just don't realize that you're not dumb. People Mm -hmm. tell you you're dumb and you think you're dumb. So you just don't bother learning, but you could. What That's a message op- for all you listeners. You're not dumb, just because nice. we tell you that. Except you, yeah. Except you. You know who we're talking about.
2: But sometimes people don't get it, and it's like maybe this is it's not true. whatever. At this least is, I would say maybe it's not for you. The
1: the like the subtext that I would say if I was like this guy is fucking dumb. I'd be like for me right now in this specific situation. <laughs> but you don't want to say all that dumb just like, this about a this fucking thing. moron.
2: Just this thing, right? Yeah,
1: specifically. Um so they're riding a bus. Polnareff says that shit to her in a weird way to flirt, I guess. And then he's just like, "But you, you're good looking. Also, yeah. I can tell that you're smart." Um and she just he's has just, no reaction. He, so she does keeps give her name.
2: Fucking talking. All he does is talk. Oh yeah, she does give her name at some point, but all, all he does all he does is talk and she does not care. Right. He's just talking at her about how she's be trying to hit on her and stuff, but she like has no reaction.
1: Which is weird, right? Because d- do they know that she's a teenager? Does he know? I know the French are weird anyway. Don't they like date sixteen-year-old girls when they're full-blown men?
2: She's yeah. like a princess and she's a babe, uh, and I think that they don't care about her age.
1: What is a full-blown man? A full-blown man is <laughs> twenty-five and older, okay. I think. <laughs> and then when you get to like thirty-five or forty, you become a grown-ass man. I think. Yeah.
2: I I would say that's ba- uh, that's backwards. I would say you're a grown-ass man or woman when you're like not a kid anymore like I don't not, think so. n- when you're like out of college you're a grown ass person and then you're a full grown ass adult when you're past that stage
0: how when old is is paul narif though
2: he's a full grown ass adult
1: i don't i don't know i don't know how old because if Narf he's
0: 17 is. and she's 16 and whatever
1: he yeah, is that's li- true he is little Paul. um <laughs> at some point i think dylan tweeted at us and said there is a little pole but i don't know if there's a little <laughs> pole pole
2: i definitely every time i write because polnareff is too long in my notes he's everywhere as pole just pole
1: Pol pot Pol pot dictator Pol pot <laughs> from which country uh i don't know cambodia this feels right it's somewhere in southeast asia
0: Cambodia.
2: kakyo is in my notes as kakyo kakyo yeah it's kakyo not kak sometimes kak
1: um, i was right it was cambodia high five uh so he is 22 in part three still a little too old but not awful six years yeah hmm. um whatever so he's hitting on this teenage girl what is the okay what's the cutoff are we what's, going to do this what's the cutoff of are 25 when you're a full-blown man
2: no what's the what's the math equation there's a math equation it's what? half
0: your age plus six i think i think plus seven plus seven so for 25 it would be 12 and a half plus 7 is 19 and a half.
1: yeah but he's not he's 22 23 oh so, so he's pretty much there yeah i guess so still too young though yeah i just feel like once i think it's half your shoe size plus your dick size well i don't know i don't know how it works in other
2: countries <laughs> your, your dick size helps <laughs> yeah wait no it hurts i guess depending on which way you which
1: way however you, you, you it. like it yeah yeah um, but yeah no I, I think in France I don't know I don't think it's still acceptable but it used to be that you could date teenage girls you could date like a baby in France I, is it dating if someone doesn't know you're dating or understand what dating is <laughs> no
0: babies are really mature in France like they expose, oh. they get exposed to all kinds like babies drink in France wow
2: they're, babies come out they're smoking they're like
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> eating baguettes yeah, yeah. <laughs> French toast um.
2: if you're French write in <laughs>
1: If you're French, write in and tell us what stupid Americans Yeah, you little baby. I think we just lost 300 (laughs) French listeners. We should probably talk about the episode. So they were on a bus. They're going towards Varanasi, which the narrator then tells us all about. Or mostly they talk about the Ganges River, which is a holy river in India. But it is also, unfortunately, it has become the sewage river. So it is true. He lists a bunch of things that go into it, which includes human shit. Um, and mm-hmm. burning bodies, which I didn't know about. That might be ritualistic or something. Mm. Um, there's also something they cut out that was in the manga where it's some kind of like r- religious uh, ceremonies and stuff. They cut that out, um, which is unfortunate because it's kind of nice uh, nice color for the scenery. Um, I've seen a kid poop in a river. Um, where? The Philippines. You spent way too much time over there.
0: <laughs> well studying Asia. Anyway.
1: What happens next? I don't remember. You hear some
0: sitar music. This made me sad because the season reminds me of like a travel show and it reminded me of Anthony Bourdain. So I'm Rip. sad.
1: I thought you were going to say, is that a reference to Robbie Shankar when I started playing? But what, you, you didn't. Was it? It was a reference to Robbie Shankar. No, oh. it's not. It's not. <laughs> well. I'm just kidding. Um, he was in the credits. Oh, wow. How did we miss that? um yeah
0: the next thing i have is wtf with that bite but i think that's referring to something because oh
1: no well joseph does look at his bite oh yeah it's disgusting on the bus
2: the bite like attacks a fly
1: yeah it bites a fly the bite bites a fly right because we see a little mouth on the growth and it bites the fly's head off and the fly falls down dead and this is where they talk about it and i think no no not yet. Isn't Kakuman like you should you should go to a hospital? when they get off the bus.
2: Yeah. also, that like for some reason at, at this point, like the um Nena is the like looking really suspicious. I don't know like like uh, it's it's know. kind of like foreshadowing well, like, they, this they, person. They, her
1: is, face I think is still dead, but they just zoom in on it or whatever.
2: But there's like yeah. ominous music.
1: Yeah. There's shit like, there's They're no like, go go go. She doesn't get the go 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 treatment. That's but, true. Yeah.
2: It's just kind of like who is this person? What's her deal?
0: I find it satisfying when that fly died. Ooh. Because flies, like insects are so segmented.
1: You know what I mean? Oh, so like just peel off the top part.
0: Yeah, it's just very neat to me. Cool. I uh wear people's skin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, that is coming up actually. That's very relevant to this. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so at some point they get off the bus and they say you should go see somebody. And Polnareff says about the bite, it looks like there's a face on it. And they're like, cut it out, even though there's clearly a fucking face on yeah, the bite. Man.
2: Also, the bite goes like, me, me,
1: me, me. Yeah, it goes, moo or whatever it says. Chi, me, me or something. Me, me, me. At first, it was a cute little voice. Yeah, and that, not later. No. Yeah. But, Miles, both times it made that noise where it was like, yeah. Both times you had a visceral reaction where you, like, leaned back and looked weird and <laughs> you kind of shuddered a little bit. you like, what the fuck? I was like, what is this show? Yeah, because what, what is it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like how you've seen most of this show and you're still like surprised by weird things. That's good. This,
1: this was mad weird. Because, and that's the thing is you're you're seeing what the OVA left out. And even though I like this episode, I can see why they were like, we can leave that No, out. they should have kept this in. I was like... <laughs> this is gold. It is great too. We also get to hear Joseph say, oh no, a whole bunch. Yeah. We get to hear a bunch no. of weird English um, because uh, the bite you know bothers him and he does go to a doctor the doctor has a weird accent i don't know what he was going for i don't know if it's some racist he kept saying indian japanese accent no problem in english yeah Yeah. he'll go no problem yo um do you ever hear that thing
0: that says millennials don't say you're welcome they say no problem yeah i said it a bunch
1: today at work and i was like huh why did i say that instead of i thought about that just like
0: in the encyclopedia what you're just fulfilling everyone's expectations
1: What does that have to do with the encyclopedia? I don't understand.
0: So, in one of Dave Chappelle's specials, Uh he talks about the stereotype that black people eat chicken, and he imagines himself eating chicken, and people
1: looking at him and going, look at him. He loves it. Just like in the encyclopedia. (laughs) Right, right, right. Okay. Thank you. That is a very funny bit. When he's like, you ever been hit with something so racist, you don't even react? You're just (laughs) like, oh my God. Um, so he goes to the doctor and this doctor is weird. And the doctor says like, oh yeah, yeah, I studied this. I also do appendectomies. And then he takes out a scalpel and he's like, this one's a little rusty, which is added for the anime. Oh, he doesn't well. say that in the comic. Well, whatever. I don't what, know. They don't have clean hospitals in Varanasi. There's other weird things in there. Like he falls over backwards instead of forwards. I don't really care though. Um, I did just say it out loud. Han shot first. Like that sort well, of that, thing. That's important. No, this is just like, this is actually minor and who cares? Um, okay. Han's shooting first is like a statement about his character so if you don't know what we're talking about look up Han Solo Han shot first uh, so he goes to then cut off the, the bite and Joseph is being a little bit of a baby when he's like you're not gonna numb it looks away," and he's like I don't want to look at it so he turns away and shuts his eyes and then we just hear a cutting sound uh, for like a while and then when he looks back over he sees the doctor with a scalpel jammed in his face bleeding and then the doctor falls down dead and the comic apparently was more brutal and the Empress bite stand pretty much carved off his whole face.
0: Yeah, because I didn't believe that this was a fatal wound when I yeah. watched the anime.
1: Which is weird. It's weird that they would censor that when in the fucking hotel episode in The Devil, that fucking busboy or, or what do you call it? Like that room service guy got his head like shaved almost in half. It was disgusting. He sure did. But here they didn't, they didn't go for that. I wonder why. Um, so then Joseph looks and realizes that um, or do, does, does Empress have the scalpel in her mouth now or, or does? No, she starts no.
2: talking. It's like, ah, I'm the Empress. <laughs> <laughs> That's and my
0: I impression. Think
1: Joseph tries to stab it with a different scalpel, I suppose. Yes. And, and she just bites it. Yeah, she bites it, and then we see her kind of, like, spin it, so it lands, like, now it's, like, handle in her mouth and the blade out.
0: Yeah, I don't know how you do that. And she
1: she cuts off his pinky on his left hand, but that's his artificial metal hand, um, which I guess he's gotten really good at blocking shit with, because we've seen it get chopped up and stuff a whole bunch. And he goes, oh, no! Yeah, he yells, oh, no, in English, which is great. Um, Then...
2: She's all like, a stand can only be defeated. A stand can only be defeated by a stand.
1: <laughs> Which, is that true, by the way? Is that always true? I
2: think it it should be. And she's like, what are you going to do with your remote viewing powers?
1: Yeah, she's like, that can't defeat anything. It's true. And, um, yeah, and she's also, she explains a bunch that she's a part of his body. Now, here's my, here's the the, the thing I'm thinking about with this stand. Something that puzzles me. It's defined as an automatic stand, right? Which is a stand that can act independently of its user.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: but it's also in my opinion a bound stand because it is modifying a real bite and people can see it that's that's why uh, bound stands can be seen right wait. like like the strengths boat
2: what do you mean what do you mean people can see it how do you know people the can doctor see it? tries to cut it out oh the doctor okay fine. yeah
1: so you know like if you look at the fucking orangutan boat forever's boat it's a tiny boat but it gets expanded and therefore people can see it because it's just modifying something whatever that logic kind of works at least it's mostly consistent But then this thing is a bite that's been expanded, right? It has to be. Because otherwise, if it's a stand bite entirely, then the doctor shouldn't be able to see it, and he would just be like, "What?" or that doctor has stand powers and doesn't know it.
0: Nothing bit him, though. What?
1: It's not really a bite.
0: Isn't it just a scratchy?
1: Oh, right. It's it's just blood that jumped on him. But he he thinks it's a bite, I think. Yeah. That must be why. Yeah. So there's nothing there, really. But if there is something at all that, you know, the people can see, then it must be a bound uh, stand that's, like, whatever. Um, yes, yeah, so I don't know what it is, because it's, it can't whatever. Can a stand infect a human? Probably. So Joseph is now stuck with this thing, and a nurse comes in to kind of check on the situation and is horrified to see the doctor with, you know, a scalpel in his face. And Joseph tries to explain that it's not him, but the stand, she, like, lowers her voice and is like, it was me, Joseph Joestar. I killed him. I'm, I'm an American, and I'm at Clark's Hotel. <laughs> she gives all his info up. Um, and then uh, she also decides to throw in some sexual harassment. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, also, I have a thing for hot nurses like you. And she runs away, saying he's a murderer. Uh, we then jump ahead to Joseph in an alleyway by Clark's Hotel. and
2: He calls it a bitch.
1: He does call it a bitch, but he doesn't say ama. He says kisama, which is general. But what does the, that mean? Sama is a general disrespectful way to refer to somebody.
2: Ah, uh, it's not it gendered? Can be,
1: it's not gendered. You can say it with either thing. He And he says it again later, and I don't think he says ama. He just says something that's more general. So he's not as bad as his grandson. Um, I love Joseph. He's in an alley across the street from his hotel, and he's seeing that all these police are now parked outside it. And he's like, well, I can't go in there, um, you know, because the fucking empress stan told uh oh yeah and she d- she uh, reveals herself as empress i think when she first
2: yeah she introduces kills the herself. doctor yeah that's what i said before.
1: you did say that i'm so sorry i said it but i said, I it, but I said it
2: in my annoying voice that i'm pretending to and be I her. tuned it out i'm the empress
1: oh uh, yeah well she does a whole like i represent this tarot card but i, I guess she didn't, yeah.
2: co- she didn't go into the tarot card i don't remember that didn't
1: she say i suggest whatever no um so he's in this alleyway and he's wondering what to do and or no does he start running now no, she yeah, starts
2: he, growing. She has arms now.
1: Yeah, he goes to. He pulls off. Like he looks at it, and suddenly it has arms. It's a little well, like he
0: tri- the arms come because he tries to smash her into a wall. Yeah, and then she grows arms to like prevent herself. From Actually, he tries to smash in her wall.
1: into like a bunch of screws or something sharp. Yeah, she and these arms pop out and hold away from it. And she's like, "This is your arm. Like, you're gonna do this to your own arm." Which I'm not sure if that's true or if she's just like taunting him and like, yeah, saying it's pretty much your arm. And then
0: he goes, "I haven't done this in a while," and he tries to hum on it. Yeah, but it's still his arm, so nothing happens.
1: Right. He can't like. Which I, I'm i look. It's weird because I'm sure like in part one, Arlecchino could be like, "You can hum on yourself," but he just never did. So he's like, "I can get away with this shit." <laughs> not not that I I don't believe that he checks back for consistency. Uh. I don't know. He might. It was a short part and stuff, but you could have fooled me either way. If he did somehow successfully do it, I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Hamon though. Hamon is cool. I'm glad it came back. I was worried that when I saw it fail, I was worried she was going to be like, Hamon sucks. It doesn't work or whatever. She'd be like, your Hamon is weak. But instead she's just like, no, this does not, the principles of Hamon mean this doesn't work, which is weird that she knows anything about Hamon, considering it hasn't been used in decades. Maybe he still does it. And just everyone knows about it?
2: Why do you think it hasn't been used in decades?
1: Because the last time he had to use it...
2: But, I mean, don't other people know Hamon? I don't think so. No one else? You think it world?
1: died with Lisa Lisa? Um, I don't know. It may have. No, he still keeps it alive, but I don't, about, I don't know if there's so. anyone else.
0: Uh, what about Dyer?
1: He is, he's dead.
0: He never took on a ward?
1: No, that's we don't know. Yeah, it's possible we don't know this stuff. But I was wondering why
0: he hasn't used it in a while.
1: It's been Does a while. he no longer
0: practice Hamon?
1: Well, we do learn later in Part Four that he did lapse in using it. He kind of stopped, oh. but uh, so far he he, ha- he hasn't he really been able that, to.
2: He says that this episode too, that he he, he has says it's been, been a while. It's yeah, it's been a
1: while. Which is a reference to stains. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, I think so. Um, so he's then left with uh, this thing on his hand. He tries to Hamon her. But then uh, it doesn't you work. you say Hum owner. I got a real owner from this episode. Uh, and then she yells to a cop that's nearby. She goes, hoody-hoo. Five-o. She goes, Uh She goes, <laughs> she goes, uh, she goes the, uh, the perpetrator is over here. You know, The suspect is over here. And she's now, instead of just pushing away from the, the, the bar, she's actually holding on to it so Joseph can't leave. And the cop turns around and asks him to stop moving. And I think that's actually where he tried to hum on. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He breathes in very deeply. Yeah. Yeah, and then he he yells overdrive.
1: Um, So the cops have said, I told you to stop trying to move. Right, and much like our police here, he opens fire. Yeah, Um, and just shoots a bunch at Joseph, who manages to avoid it. And this is the only way that Empress lets go is because a bullet almost hits her. So the Empress lets go, and Joseph is now running. Uh, And he runs through some of the streets of Varanasi, and he has like a rag covering the... uh, the little, the little stand. Empress. It's not a bite anymore, right? The stand, I guess I should yeah. just call it. Yeah. The yeah. growth. Um, he's passing through
0: some sort of street market. Right.
2: Meanwhile, P- Polnarf is still talking.
0: He's still macking.
2: Talking at right. this Spitting game. This Polnareff woman.
1: is at... He's at the street market. He's just in the middle of the road talking to her. And she doesn't say shit to him until... She notices Joseph coming up
0: behind. And i guess she doesn't see i don't think she sees him but like she can sense him i'm not sure and i think
2: she sees him because she's facing the direction that he's all right. like he's coming towards her uh and so she wants she like basically covers polnareff with herself so that they don't see each other so yeah. that they can't help each so other
1: Polnareff cannot assist yeah Right. And she distracts him by saying, oh, that hotel over there is owned by a Japanese woman named Kumiko. And she shares the management with her husband, who's Indian. And this is also an interesting timing thing because two men carrying a carpet go by and it blocks Joseph. It's sort of unnecessary if you could just turn him around, but whatever. Um, So Joseph runs through a market and including past a cage that is open with a feather flying out, which means it was recently opened.
2: Also, the growth is getting bigger and it's eating an apple.
1: Well, that's what we're about to see is we hear a bunch of like snacking and crunching sounds and mm. we see an apple core fall out from under the rag that Joseph has covering the stand. Then we see a banana peel mm. and then we see something else. We
2: see a chicken head.
1: Well, that's like the fourth bop, thing, bop. but we see a chicken head come out. It does not make that noise.
2: Is it, is that a reference to Head" by Cardi B? I
1: no, so. I don't think so. I think it is. Nope. Um, so he opens up the, uh, he takes the rag off and notices now that this is a much bigger Empress now. This thing is jacked. Somewhere on the JoJo Wiki, it says that the design of Empress is inspired by a rearranged Indian Buddha statue, but I don't see it. It
2: looks like a Hip, hipmon chan the Pokemon.
1: You sure not a Hypmon-lee?
2: No, Hitmonlee, uh, well, a little bit. But Hitmonlee is the kicking one, and she punches. And also, Hitmonchan is the girl.
1: Okay, because what's interesting... It
2: also looks kind of like an Arbok. <laughs> it looks like a snake, or an Ekans.
1: It looks like Pokemon, apparently. It looks
2: like a human Pokemon monster. That's like the worst
1: insult you could say to a person, by the way. Imagine if you just turned and you were like, this guy looks like a fucking Pokemon. I think That it would depends. decimate someone's confidence. I think
2: it depends on the Pokemon.
1: <laughs> no... I can't think of a single Pokemon like a I'd want to look like.
2: Sexy Pokemon. Actually,
1: if you called me a Voltorb, I'd be like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I am a sphere. You're so smooth. Yeah.
2: I feel like people might be attracted to Mewtwo. L-
1: imagine a face on a human that looks like Mewtwo. <laughs> it's awful. Imagine that. That's <laughs> it's kind of catty, I guess. No,
2: I definitely, now I'm picturing people that I know that look like Mewtwo. How many
1: of those do you know?
2: Okay, so, like, I think of, like, kind of, like, a a guy with, like, a lean body and, like, a nose that's kind of pointy and, like, small lips. Uh Those people definitely exist.
1: You sure you're not thinking of, like, that person you met who was in the musical Cats?
2: Who are you talking No. No,
1: buddy. I just made that up. That's Mary's dad. Oh. Shout-outs to dads. Dads and grads. Dads and grads. Um, Rad dads. Only rad Dads. And sad dads and gross dads. No bad dads, though. No mad dads, no bad dads. Mm -hmm. And shout-outs to Baghdad while we're at it. You know? I don't know much about you.
0: Once the jewel of the Islamic world.
1: Mm, Now what is? I don't know. All right. Um, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, this thing's gotten bigger. And the reason why I asked if it being like Hitman Lee is a thing is because it is clearly doing a Bruce Lee impression for these next few pages.
2: It's Hitman basically,
1: um, where it it literally says in Hiragana, and it does it. It does the Acho! like the, the uh, Bruce Lee sound. He always goes what the. Yeah, and before, well, she before she punches or tries to punch Joseph, she like rubs her thumb on her nose the way Bruce Lee does. Did you catch that? It was really fast. No, mm-hmm. I didn't. Know that. Right before didn't she that. punches, she does like the thumb against the side of the nose. I love it, and then does the back fist that's like famous for Bruce Lee to do while yelling. Um, And Joseph blocks it with his metal hand, which I thought was going to break. I thought that's what we were going to see is another hand destruction. Um, But no. She goes, I've done handcuffed lightning. (laughs) That is a reference to Jackie from Virtua Fighter. And Yeah. Right? Yep. You paused. What did I do wrong? I want to know.
0: No, no, no. You didn't do anything wrong. I was going to say and
1: his sister who also does Jeet Kune Do. Uh, Sarah Bryant. Yeah, but she doesn't. Does she? Say, oh, she does say handcuff lightning, right? I don't know. I don't remember. I think she also says. I do uh, Listeners, write in and tell us if Sarah Bryant from virtual Fighter says that she does handcuff lightning. <laughs> Thank you, um, Jim. By the way, who wrote in and was on this podcast? I don't know if you remember him,
0: Jim. Jim he Jim.
1: had a. He had. There was a fighting game that is not as well known called Battle Arena Toshinden. There were like four of them though, so it wasn't, and it was okay. But there was a Sega Saturn version that had like full voice acting, and there was a there was a character from uh, from Scotland, and uh, he had a move called Deadly Rave. But just every now and then we would just go Deadly Rave because it was just a really <laughs> shitty accent. Like groundskeeper Willie, <laughs> yeah, Deadly Rave, and he had something else he would do, but I can't remember it. Is Sega
0: Saturn related to the car Saturn at all?
1: No, I mean they're both from Asia.
2: Is Sega Saturn related and they're both to defunct Sailor Saturn.
1: They are both defunct. Uh, Sega Saturn is not a re- reference to uh, Sailor, Sailor Saturn. Saturn. There was a Sega moon that was really popular. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, okay, so this Bruce Lee ass stand is trying to punch um, yeah. Joseph. What are you going to say?
2: I was just that Joseph goes, oh no, again.
1: Yeah. He says it two or three times this episode. Um, I don't remember how he gets out of this This earth. he just starts running again. At some point, he does say, I want to use my hermit purple to find something, but I don't have a camera.
2: Also, uh, so um, Nena distracts Plunarif again um, by saying that she loves him because... She likes men that are reliable and he is reliable and kind. She, I guess she's like, I need someone to take care of me. He's been talking to her at her the whole time. She's not been paying attention. And then she like needs to distract him. So she's like, I love you. And he's like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay.
1: Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, that's how it works. You talk and talk and talk at somebody, and nothing happens. And then all of a sudden, they fall in love. Oh, something I missed, by the way, the symbol on the clinic, I tried to point to it, but I didn't want to make it super obvious. Yeah, well, why'd you do that? Uh, it says, like, clinic, but to the right is a M in a circle symbol. Does uh, it stand for miles? It's the Moreau city symbol. What oh. And I don't remember if that's in the manga, but if it is, I think that's really interesting that Araki foreshadowed years ahead of this logo that he liked. Maybe they sister cities. It's probably just the sister anime. Sister cities of Varanasi, India, and whatever that is in, in Japan. Morio. Well, yeah, whatever it is. Really. S-City, which is short for Sendai. Quarter. Sendai. Well, can sister cities be hundreds or thousands of miles apart? Yeah. Yeah. They, I think they always are. They're like in different countries. Oh, I'm thinking of Twin Cities. Um no. well then wait, what is what is an example of sister cities?
0: They're like boring, like Cleveland
1: sister city will be
0: like Dusseldorf in Germany. Like Oh, I don't there, that's there's cool. not really any logic to it. it. Well, who says they're sister cities? Just like if the mayors meet each other for some reason, they're just like, Oh, we're sister cities.
1: That's cool. I bet there's more to it than that, and Miles is just being a dismissive prick. Anyway. It's stupid everyone. Um so, so
0: he's
2: running, and she's like, nah, you keep running." He's like, "I'm running so I can kill you."
1: Yeah, well, for a while, yeah, he runs for a while. It's actually too long in, in a terms lot of, of pacing. So, New York sister
0: cities, some of them. it has 122 or more than 100, and some of them are Rome, Dortmund in Germany, what, Windsor in Nova Scotia. Um,
1: this is boring.
0: Yeah, it's boring. Um <laughs> uh,
1: so yeah, Joseph says, "Do you think I'm just running around aimlessly? I'm doing this to kill you." And then runs up to a barrel and says, uh, I'm doing this so I can dunk you into this shit." And he jams his arm with the sand in a um barrel full of black substance. Yes. Which I don't know if they call it anything at first, but he's just like he it's dunks the venom it. Yeah. symbiote.
2: It doesn't you don't really know what it is. It looks like oil. Or something. Um,
1: and previously, when they were near the market, I think, they kind of wrestled on the ground. Uh, I think that's how the Bruce Lee thing ended, is uh, she was punching him really hard in the face and knocked him down, and they kind of wrestled around near the bazaar. Um, and so when he dunks her into the black liquid, he pulls her out, and she's venom. No. Um, and she ja- jams a nail into his neck. Yeah. Going for um, that carotid Carotid artery. Artery. And Joseph kind of stops it mostly with his left hand, which is the mechanical one, but he remembers that it was pretty well damaged by her Bruce Lee back fist. And he asks when she got a nail, and she says, oh, that she picked it up when they were wrestling around before. So his hand is about to give out and stop the stabbing. When? She,
2: she has a long pointy tongue, by the way.
1: Yeah, she does. It's pointy. I still don't see how this is like an Indian Buddhist statue. I looked it up and it looks nothing like that.
2: She's like a snake. If Araki said that
1: in the stand explanation book part of JoJo Voler, fine. But I, I don't get it. Um, so, but
0: as... A, I was being inaccurate before. Those are just random sister cities of other New York cities. New York City's sister cities include Beijing, Cairo, Jerusalem. So uh, other big cities, I guess.
1: What? Well, okay, whatever. Okay. Um, Stop looking that up. Just forget it. It's not. Don't do it. Anyway, um,
0: she says,
2: "Only a stand can beat a stand."
1: And what does he say though? Before before the the coal tar starts hardening, he says something where he's like, ah, "I forget." For a minute, she says something that I thought she, I thought she was trying to rip off his next. deal say X, Y, and Z, but she basically mm. just says like, "I know what you're thinking. Only a stand can kill a stand." But in this case, basically, what happens is he the, starts laughing. What?
0: Yeah, the black substance
1: turns out to be coal tar yeah which it's interesting that she knows that but whatever
0: and it hardens and freezes her in place basically
1: right i guess she might know that i was thinking of her as a 15 year old indian princess but yeah the the coal tar hardens and kind of stops her from moving because she she makes fun of him at first for saying you tried to suffocate me like i'm not an organism i I can't i don't have to breathe Mm. and so he starts laughing at the fact that she's covered in coal tar and you know then she drops the nail and he says, like, oh, only a stand can kill a stand? And he covers her in the hermit purple vines. And then it does this thing where he kind of, like, I think makes, like, a... Uh like a pulley system he like wraps part of the the vines around like a railing up top.
2: Well, before that, she asked like how the fuck did you know that this gotar oh, would yeah. be here? And he was like, oh, I use my stand. I can use my stand for this other thing. And so like, well, not this other thing, but he can use the stand in this particular way. So, he made a map out of ash. Ash, using his magical like remote viewing thing, he made it into a map that points to coal tar
1: yeah it's like i don't know if he asked his like you know asked the you know mental spirit photography like find me a construction site or did he say specifically i bet you there's a vat of tar around here Uh, we cut over to the the people who live in the town who are like look at this perfect ash map of the city and then they do a little red dot thing goes around to show that he figured out the path to follow to get to the coal tar bucket how why did he know to look for coal tar that's the thing is maybe he saw construction earlier and knew that coal tar would harden around her. Maybe he just knew something in a construction site would fuck her up. So he was just like, was like, Oh, well there's a bucket of tar. Um, but yeah, so he reveals to her that, that he's cause he said earlier, I have way more years experience in fighting than you do. And he kind of cashes in on that. Now also earlier in the episode, he grabs her with the vines and goes, hermit purple can do this too. He's <laughs> just like, I can use hermit purple like this now. Which is just him telling the readers, hey, I'm just gonna develop a new power, okay? But it's mostly consistent. The vines are just vines. He can transmit Hamon through them and they're just used for grappling and swinging and binding. Um, They're short. It makes no sense that this has anything to do with the spirit photography stuff, but whatever. (laughs) Um, He has two powers. They're both pretty consistent. I'm fine with that. So he celebrates this and wraps... Again, he wraps like part of the vines on a railing high up, like second story, and then he jumps and kind of pulls down on the part that he has wrapped around her. And right before he does this, where you gonna, you're going to say, "Well, he he next he, you'll say he's
2: being very he's being very braggy," and he's like, uh, "Once your opponent boasts, he already lost." And I get better with age. Like he's being like, "Oh, look at me, I'm Joseph." And then and then yeah, he he do, he does that. He fucking vines vines all around and then he's like next you'll say whatever anything
1: anything but that yeah and she says anything but that and then goes oh but they don't do the zoom in and the color like change but it's okay (laughs) but it's fine I'm still glad she does it and then he pulls down and she is ripped into pieces she's like like ripped into like eight pieces and pretty much off his arm entirely um and And then he
0: goes but where's the
1: stand user
2: and then it cuts to Polnareff and Polnareff is like all up on Nena and he's like Nana, let's swear our love with a kiss. Let's seal? Seal our love with a kiss? I Something like that. Let's seal our love with a kiss.
1: <laughs> um, and then I, she
2: just barfs all over him.
1: He kind of <laughs> dodges it, though. but
2: <laughs> She just barfs. He's like, let's seal it with a kiss. And she's like, wah!
1: Yeah, she just barfs. Which is, it's the same color barf as earlier, the stand on his arm. Joseph uh, tried to barf at him, and he kind of dodges it. Mm. Um, which is gross. So he almost gets barfed on, and then suddenly... Out from like underneath, like art from the chest, pretty much of Nina, rips out this like horrible, overweight, like egg shaped woman who is only wearing a bra or something. And then her face kind of splits open and she dies. And Polnarov is obviously scarred by this <laughs> because not only did this just happen in front of him, but before when she said, I, I could really use someone like you or whatever, he says, I think I'm falling for her. So Polnareff Aww. is the type of guy who maxes on a girl but also might fall in love with her. And then she vomits and is apparently also a different woman inside who then rips apart. Who's well, an
2: evil stand user deceiving.
1: But he doesn't know that
0: in the moment. Ugly person. That latter part is not a reflection of Polnareff. The type of guy Polnareff is though.
1: Uh, no, what what are you talking about? I'm Because you
0: said Paul Narev is the type of guy, but then you kept going. <laughs> so I just don't want to make it seem like he's the type of guy who this always happens
1: he's, to. He's the type of guy that might fall in love with the woman he's macking on. End of thought. <laughs> but then what also traumatizes him is the fact that this woman was really hiding in someone else's skin, and then they explode open. Yeah. I didn't read the source for it, but there's on the page for this stand on the JoJo wiki, it says that she had killed a young girl and used her skin.
2: What? So
1: this woman is awful.
2: Yeah, I was wondering because, like, I have a lot of questions
1: about this. You know, because you think about it, and in the OVA for JoJo's, um, it was Enya who disguised herself as a young, attractive lady, and there was Nena as uh, Whole Horse's girlfriend, but she never did anything. So it's sort of like, well, okay, but Enya wasn't was a uh, like not a magician, but she's a fortune teller. You know, she has, like, some kind of magic about her. But this is just, like, an awful lady who makes pimples that punch you, who makes Bruce Lee pimples.
2: I. Why did she do this? Why did she disguise herself as a beautiful woman? It's a lot easier to not be noticed if you're not beautiful.
1: Well, maybe she also was, like, we just didn't get a chance to see, but she was also very fashionable and unique looking and it would have been obvious that she was a jojo villain (laughs) no i think she needed to be close to the stardust crusaders in order to monitor what her stand was doing to joseph so she disguised herself as a babe so that polnareff or somebody would hit on her and be okay Mm. with her sticking around
0: so did she have a prior relationship with whole horse
1: that's the thing i don't know is, did, did she kill the girl that was hitting on, uh, pole, uh, on I think she pole horse? I think she did. Because, yeah, the girl is like, but I love you, and I don't care what my parents think and all this. And I'm like, why would she go through all of that trouble? So it's, she died after that. That's the thing. I Yeah, I don't know. I don't quite get it. It's gross. Um, but it's really dark.
2: Yeah, I think that makes and sense. And I like it. I think that makes sense. Because then my next question is, was she lying about being a princess and stuff? But if she took over that girl's body then sure but also like if you're a regular human like mark if i cut you open and wear your skin
0: Mm -hmm.
2: miles would know that i'm not really mark
0: it would take me a while though
2: what (laughs) like you can tell when skin doesn't fit properly on a person you know and that's the other thing too this woman is also like heavier than this tiny beautiful woman
1: first of all why do you say you know when skin doesn't fit? Like it's a commonplace thing that you well, have seen I've, and experienced.
2: I've tried on lots of skin, and it's very uh-huh. hard to find one that fits.
1: I fucking knew it. You You're had to kill so many people <laughs> You're for a and deviant. It's been, so,
0: it's been a waste.
2: No, like, like, think about it. like. There's no way that you can wear skin and have it look realistic. Like you can just. You know like you're
1: saying that but I bet you there's people out there who have been wearing other people's skins but because you don't notice you don't realize that it's convincing no way. but you would notice the
0: weight difference i I believe this must be like a stand power something yeah kind. thats that
1: that's basically why I'm talking about this is because I'm like okay so is it a zit like is it a blemish fighting stand that is also a disguise mechanism
2: <gasps> well the other thing is you see at one point the um nana she sticks out her tongue and there's a fuck there's a little one of those growths on her tongue and it goes yeah. like
1: yeah yeah wait none of the woman right yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. none of the skies goes Meh. yeah so same noise
2: what is that all about um it's within her too
1: basically i don't fucking know i have no idea why it's like this
2: but also this woman has a completely different body type than the girl she disguises as. I think she's as. like
1: smaller in general and could fit into anything. So maybe she put a bunch of like... Uh, like. Uh, so she just hides... Like, she
2: hides her, her tiny round body in just like the In hips. just her waist and then she uses a bunch
1: of rebar <laughs> to like... Not the waist.
2: She has a tiny waist. She puts a bunch in of, like her butt. She's just well, there wiggling around in her butt.
1: Uh, but then but then how does her tongue get out of her face you know I don't know man it's it's very it's strange. gotta be a
2: stand it's gotta be part of the stand is that you can also disguise but it's yourself it's just those
1: powers are so fucking far apart
0: yeah you know I think Paul Nerf is being really shallow here like it's no still way. the same person he fell for it's just... No, it's he, not. She doesn't look the way she no, thought. There's <laughs> a
2: whole lot more. She was like, lying to him the whole time. He could
1: have found beauty in this person he and can she never, just refused maybe to. Maybe he could have, but she then also died in front of him. Well, he,
2: he can never trust her um, again. Also, why did she barf?
1: Um, uh, Sometimes he just feels sick. No. Maybe she had bad fish. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think a lot of just, bad fish going around.
2: Why did she barf? Why did she... Did she just die because her stand died?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um... So we move ahead to them. They're driving some kind of car, and they're pulled over? Or no, they're about to use the car. Yeah, and Polnareff is still sad. He's just sad. Sad is reductive, okay? He is deeply disturbed.
2: Nah. Is he? Oh, because his girl, I like... I think he is. All right.
1: She and, saw a woman explode in front of him. And and Jotaro are like, well, uh, you know, I'd hoped we'd get to stay in a bed tonight. A bed together. Yeah, it's kind of like we. Who's they don't we? say beds. They say one bed together. Only us. <laughs> um, but they're like, yeah. Oh, J- Jotaro just kind of like blames Joseph. He's like, yeah. Well, this old man. I had to run around and what. I'm like, he was fucking attacked. Um, but then, uh, yeah, Polnareff is just staring. Where up.
2: were the rest of them?
1: This uh, whole app. They were in the hotel talking to cops, probably. <laughs> um, they were at an Indian restaurant. They're all Indian restaurants in India. Yeah. Did you do that on purpose?
0: Yeah. Fuck. It was a callback, baby.
1: Damn it. Um, they were at an American restaurant. Mm, there's no way to make that funny. There's nothing. Um, <laughs> so, And then this is added by the animation team, and it's great. Joseph just goes, Polnareff, you drive, and throws the keys at Polnareff, and it just sticks in his hair, like you threw something into <laughs> a bush, like, like it just sits there. And Polnareff is just really gloomy about it, but they they coax him to start you know, getting into the car. And as they start up the car another car with a loud big engine behind them starts up and starts to follow them.
0: Yeah. It seems like they would notice that they're being followed, but, and then it's like,
1: could to be continued? And that, that whole scene at the end there was added by the animators. So (gasps) yeah, they didn't really have to do that. They just wanted to link it to next episode. And I thought about it. And in general, I like the changes that, uh, David production makes to Jojo's not all of them, but for the most part, I think they do a good job filling in stuff or just adding.
0: What about the change where they don't do a
1: fifth season? I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that because there's like, you know, four more parts of JoJo and they cut it all out. Yeah, it's really sad. <laughs> there's like an American JoJo, an Italian, and another American, and then never mind.
2: Joseph's American. Well, I guess he's I British. mean like a
1: JoJo that takes place in these places. Mm. But you know, I'm gonna. Okay, guys, I'll be honest. They go to North Jersey. No, they don't. And they just attack people in diners. (laughs) (laughs) They do not. And it it could be at all hours of the night. And then Araki stops to be like, many diners are owned by Greek Americans. Uh, No, he doesn't do that. But yeah, that's right. It could be at any point in the night, and the safest bet is pancakes. And do not get seafood. Um, That's the end of this episode. If you want to write to us, you can do so by emailing us. JoJo'sBizarrePod at gmail.com is the address. You can follow us on Twitter, which would be nice. At JJB pod. Uh, we also post on Stardust Crusaders, the subreddit, sometimes. And we have a Twitch and YouTube channel. Just just look for JoJo's Bizarre Podcast or JJB pod. We're all over the internet. Um, any final thoughts besides? We already kind of said that we, we liked this episode. Miles, you said it was weird. Um, yeah,
0: it was still good, though.
2: I like seeing Joseph do stuff. He's great. He yeah. never disappoints.
0: I like throwback Joseph. Yeah, Throsif? Throsif, yeah.
1: Throsif,
0: Backstar.
1: Nah, Throsif, Joe Back. I'm done.
0: What are you doing?
1: I'm uh, having a stroke. Um, it's an old joke, but it still makes me laugh.
2: I don't know what you're
1: talking about. What, having a stroke? (laughs) No, when you fuck up your words and someone says, Are you having a stroke? It's really fucked up. And when I. Oh. When someone close to me says they're having a a stroke, I'll probably not find it funny anymore. Stroke! But it's.
0: Stroke!
1: Are you doing. What is that?
0: Stroke me! Stroke stroke me!
1: Stroke! Is it Billy Squire? Who is it? I don't know. Anyway. um, On that note of us not knowing a musical reference. Or was that your was that your uh, campaign to get it to end the the episode? <laughs> stroke,
0: stroke, stroke, stroke. Better listen now. I said it ain't no joke. Let your conscience fail you. Just do the stroke.